Welcome to the A to Z of sex with me, Dr. Lori Beth. I'm an intimacy coach and psychologist. I created this show to explore the erotic alphabet, to help you learn more about desire and expressing your desires, discover ways to spice up your relationship and create that sizzling relationship you've always wanted. I do this through solid science, real life stories, and interviews with an exciting variety of sex experts. Listen in weekly as I share key strategies to help you create your ideal sexual life. Make sure you join us to access even more sexual strategies on my blog, A to Z of Sex. Access our monthly newsletter with subscriber only offers at www.atozofsex.com. That's A T O Z O F S E X. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the A to Z of Sex. I'm Dr. Lori Beth, and I am your host. We are working our way through the erotic alphabet one letter at a time. Just a reminder, this podcast deals with adult content, so if you don't have total privacy, you might want to put on your headphones. Today, the letter is M, and M is for multi-orgasmic. Multi-orgasmic usually refers to women who can have many orgasms in a single session of sex. Women who have had difficulty with this envy those who can achieve this state regularly, and men routinely envy women for this ability. My guest today is Antonia Hall, who is the award-winning, best-selling author of The Ultimate Guide to a Multi-Orgasmic Life. Ms. Hall is a self-improvement expert, psychologist, and artist. She's committed to helping people bring more pleasure into their lives, and as a longtime blogger, is known as an inspirational catalyst for positive living. Her teachings and writings offer practical guidance on using our inherent sexuality to enrich our everyday lives. Antonia has a passion for helping people live to their greatest potential. Welcome to the show, Antonia. Thank you so much for having me. So what's your definition of multi-orgasmic? Multi-orgasmic is having a succession of orgasms one after the other. And both men and women are capable of being multi-orgasmic. I'm glad you said that. I'd heard a rumor that men could be multi-orgasmic, but I don't know very many men who believe that they can. And in fact, the only men I've come across are ones who do not ejaculate with the orgasm, which is probably starting at the end of this topic rather than the beginning. But men who have um, practiced Montauk Chia's disciplines um, where they've learned how to withhold the ejaculation, sometimes report the sensation of orgasm without ejaculation and then being able to do that one after the other. Right. And these are tried and true methods for thousands of years. And they were handed down person to person. So we don't know exactly how long, maybe about 5,000 years ago. And it's just starting to come to the States. And we really aren't told this. People don't know. Men don't know that their bodies are wired to be multi-orgasmic, both men and women. The body is wired for pleasure in amazing ways. And few of us have tapped into more than like the tip of the iceberg on it. So I want to give tools and encouragement to explore and get into it because once you start being able to roll orgasms through one after the other, it completely transforms your life. So how 
for women who haven't managed this yet, because some women seem to be wired in such a way that they find orgasm easy anyway. And Mm -hmm. I I discussed with the guest um, the last series about, you know, different shapes and sizes. And that actually does have quite an impact on how easy orgasm is to achieve. So if you have a small clitoris and it's really well hidden, it can be quite Mm -hmm. difficult as a woman to actually reach orgasm. And if you don't know that that's what the problem is, it's hard Mm -hmm. to fix it. Whereas if you do know, there are about a million and two solutions to dealing with that. So Right. And of course, you're going to have less likely uh, orgasm through penetrative sex because you're not able to hit the clitoris. Yeah. So, yeah, all of that is really important. I mean, your body is critical to being able to explore pleasure by yourself and with a partner. So how I mean, so for those women who aren't multi-orgasmic without doing anything, what do they need to be, be kind of beginning to do in order to reach that potential? So I encourage people, and it's all in the book, I I walk you through step by step. It's very, very easily outlined into a couple of pages and then an exercise and a couple of pages. So you start doing the breath work. You start getting in touch with your sexual energy. We know that everything is energy. And our bodies have this sexual energy at the base of the spine. And once you learn to cultivate and move that energy, you can actually bring it up through the body and have full body orgasms Mm -hmm. hands off. Now, that's always been an interesting topic for me because that's something that um, I've explored personally and I've experienced, Mm -hmm. but it's very different from a clitoral orgasm. It is different. It's a different sensation. It's a very different sensation. Just like a G-spot orgasm is a different sensation. And, and I mean, for people who don't know, I mean, G-spot orgasms are often called vaginal orgasms. It's not really quite mm-hmm. accurate. but So they're all different sensations. Well, what I haven't seen, found easy, is actually mm-hmm. kind of any kind of repetitive I mean, once a, once I would get I get to that state, if I end up in a full body state, I sort of stay at a state, but I don't experience it as as kind of repetitive as, a, as sort of a wave. When you start moving, do you move the energy up through your spine? Yeah, and you and you don't find that 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 will create that wave. It, no, I mean it. It I get to the top of the wave and I coast. Uh, okay, <laughs> right. So I don't I don't experience. I don't experience like I have a friend who's who's multi-orgasmic and she experiences clitoral orgasms, multi-clitoral orgasms, mm-hmm. um, and hasn't done much energy work. So she doesn't talk much about that side of things, but she, it, it like cycles and cycles and cycles. So it's, um, it's, she doesn't stay at a peaks of sensation. She comes down, mm-hmm. goes up, comes down, goes up. So it, it, it's kind of, people, I, I tend to move my hands in a circle because that's how she describes it. Right. Whereas my experience, I would see it as only one, even if it went on for 20 minutes, because it's staying at a particular peak, but but not coming off the peak. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, that makes sense. And and because orgasm is a release of energy, it, it can always kind of vary day to day, depending on what's going on, we're going to experience orgasms differently. You know, if you've experienced orgasms, 
you know that it's going to feel differently at different times. Of course. And the way that it's arrived, it's going to feel differently. Um, a lot of women are finding that by exploring as far as clitoral orgasm, having the succession, the multi-orgasmic, it's important to find like a lesser sensation once you've orgasmed once, because usually the clitoris is too sensitive and you don't want to be touched. So you can start playing around the outer edges and start kind of bringing that arousal energy back slowly. You you can absolutely find a, another orgasm to ride after that if you kind of approach it with a more delicate, okay, I'm more sensitive. We've got those 8,000 nerve endings there, yeah. which is twice as many as the penis. So that, that clitoris is going to become really sensitive once it's engorged with blood. So kind of coming around it, playing around it, bringing arousal through other erogenous zones, you can absolutely ride that way for a second one. But I found that when you're moving that energy and that takes doing your cable exercises, so your pubococcygeus PC muscle is squeezing, it will help move that energy through and it becomes a, a different kind of sensitivity that you could start riding those waves. Right. And so, the more that you do it and the more you move that energy through, I think it's the best way to start the day. Do some pelvic bouncing, roll those orgasms through the body. And it's a different sensation, but you do get that feeling of <sighs> release that you're accustomed to with an orgasm. And it shows up in the brain. The brain gets actually activated differently by those different orgasms. But it is still charging. Yeah, it's interesting, right? Yeah, that is. That's really interesting. So yeah. the, the brain registers a difference. The brain is registering a difference by where you're having that orgasm is derived from. And there's more and more talk of like having nipplegasms. Yep. You know, our body is wired to be erogenous in different areas. People find different areas, the back of the knees, the armpits. You wouldn't think, oh, yeah, I'm going to have an orgasm from this. That's why I always encourage exploring everything you can, mm -hmm. but first on your own and then with a partner, because the more you know your body, the more you can describe it to your partner and the more you're going to be able to get off with your partner. And that's also an interesting issue because so many people um, find the idea of masturbation other than like a quick thing because you want to go to sleep or or just because you don't have a partner as difficult to approach. I, I'm amazed at, at how how tough a topic that is for people still. Um, and that, I think it has a lot to do with like growing up with shame around touching your body, being told that the body is sinful. You're not supposed to play with this body of yours. Um, that's really, really untrue. And it's time to let go of those old thought systems because the body is wired for pleasure. We're, we're supposed to derive pleasure from our eating experiences from touching things, we're all tactile. We have all this sensory waiting for us to derive pleasure from it. That's what our body's wired for. So absolutely, it's so important to masturbate, get to know yourself, and take the time 
quickie masturbation habits are really a pity. And no. both men and women have that yeah. going on. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, these days people will admit that they masturbate. In the old days, people didn't admit that. <laughs> but people will right. admit that they masturbate, but it is usually a, a rather quick thing. Mm -hmm. um, I, I was looking at statistics for something I was doing on masturbation, and it's sort of women can reach orgasm 20 seconds when they know their bodies well with masturbation in 20 seconds from start to finish. And there are new sex toys coming out, the little ones that, that actually – Part of their marketing campaign is how quickly it will get you up. We can get you off in 60 seconds or less. Why? How completely crazy is our life that we need to not derive pleasure in, like, we don't have more than 60 seconds? We don't give ourselves more. It's, we don't have more. Um, I, I recently completed um, Lauren Va Laura Vanderkam's 168-hour um, challenge. And what that is, is that she, she's a time management whiz. Uh -huh. And um, what that is, is a grid with half hour blocks, 168 hours is what you've got in a week. Okay. Roughly. With, I think, 30 minutes spare somewhere. I might be wrong. <laughs> um, and, um, it, you know, it was, the idea was do this for a week and see where your time is going. Mm -hmm. fantastic because it's all about prioritizing and deciding that you want to put something in here or something in there, take something away here. Don't want to spend as much time doing this or that. And so um, it really highlights where you're not prioritizing. Right. No, that's important. That's great. So, you know, I would, I'd be interested with clients to see how many times sex figures in the grid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Taking care of the pleasure component and the ability to connect with your partner because sexual energy is joyful and creative and it fuels you. And people forget that when you move that energy through the body, it's actually going to put you in the zone so that you it ripples over into every area of your life. It charges you up and you can use that as fuel. You'll feel more creative. You'll, you know, you feel in that zone. If you've had like amazing sex with someone and you go around the whole day just glowing, then you've had that sensation. You've tapped into that potential, but we all have that potential every day. Well, so, so often um, men, for example, will have sex, fall asleep. Right. Women are prone to the same thing um, with a particularly intense orgasm if they're having mm -hmm. sex on their own. They're with a partner and he is also reaching orgasm, particularly if he ejaculates inside her. They take that energy and run with it. So he's asleep and she's awake. Right. Right. But, right. but it seems that if you're on your own, the pattern can be quite similar. You expend the energy and you don't actually get to to pull it back. So what, how does, how does, how is this different? How can you manage not to kind of get to that place and then just feel exhausted? It's to me, it's a matter of bringing that energy back up into your body. So you are actually, instead of expelling it outward, you're bringing up 
into your body and both men and women can do this Mm -hmm. and especially for women it it's like putting this on a charger you know you move it up the back of the spine and down the front there are channels in the body that are wired to move that energy through and you can store it in your belly so that instead of expelling it outward you're you're actually using it and saving it so that you're not expelling it and getting you know and then wiped yeah so it's it's just a matter of learning those tools and once you have them you have them for life it's just uh, it's like beginning a new anything you just have to learn how to cultivate that energy but it's really easy to do the body is wired for you wants to do this and so Essentially, what you're saying is then you can take the energy and you can actually use it for any activity. I mean, it's, it's, um, um, I, I would make the argument and have done in years past, um, particularly when people talk about things like BDSM and any kind of, um, sexual activity that might involve pain, mm-hmm. that, um, that there's no difference between spiritual energy and sexual energy. It's all the same. Energy is energy. It's what you decide to use the energy for that's the difference. So um, the idea that you can can actually raise energy sexually and Mm -hmm. then decide to do something with it. Or you can do the same through intense spiritual activity. Well, the body is a a gateway to transcendence and moving your sexual energy is absolutely part of uh, a connection to divinity it's a, a definitely a gateway for divinity but I th- um i think bdsm takes more energy i think that it can be a wipeout especially if you're the one on top doing that dominating work it can be pretty exhausting for a lot of people <laughs> express that <laughs> I, I mean, I think again, it's it's how you learn to pace yourself and what you learn to do. And as and 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 I would say, as long as you're getting fed, you won't actually be exhausted, right? But if you're if 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 you don't have a way of coming down and bringing it back, bringing yourself back down, you will because it's it's mm-hmm. just it's a lot of you're expending quite a bit of of actual physical energy. But right. I I don't think right. that it's that much different than any other sexual activity. You know, it, it, not if you necessarily, in- um, but if you're both tuned in and if you're moving energy with your partner, that's immensely powerful. Sexual energy is one of the most powerful energy sources that we have access to. So moving that sexual energy by yourself and then moving it with a partner is even more powerful because you can roll it through together. Mm-hmm which is immensely pleasurable will really help connect you two in a different way. And again, it's joyful. It's creative energy that can be used to fuel your work and fuel your day. So for somebody who doesn't understand when you say that I, I understand what you're talking about because Mm -hmm. I've done this. Right. Not necessarily in the same way as you describe in the book, because I, I right. and I'm, I'll delve into that to see, but I've done energy play with a partner. I've mm-hmm. done a lot of that. So I totally get it. But for somebody listening who doesn't understand what we're talking about, they're like, right. What, like a little primer on what that actually means and how they can 
something that they can do that will allow them to feel that so that it doesn't seem all woo. Right. So if you rub your hands together and you get that friction, you get that heat between your hands, and then put your hand over your arm and kind of move it away and move it towards your arm and feel where you can feel that energy because you will be able to feel that energy. You'll feel the heat coming from your hand and you'll feel the energy that, that surrounds your body. It's always there. It's always a guide. When we come in contact with anyone, there is an energy exchange. And if you're around somebody who is uptight and angry and frustrated, you're going to register that usually around your solar plexus in your stomach. You're going to feel a gut response to being around someone whose energy is not in positive alignment with yours. And we always have that gauge. We are energy. That's what we are. We're energy in motion. And science has proven this. I have a whole section in my book that describes it. Um, the scientists that have, that have been doing the work on this. And so sexual energy is, um, it, I encourage people to masturbate and to feel as your arousal cycle comes up, feel that energy. That energy is, there's a difference to that energy than the one that is the rest of your body. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just a subtle thing that you start tuning into. But the more that you kind of tune into it, uh, you can start moving that energy and moving that energy. And you don't want to force it. You always want to just encourage it and feel it out. People can have some really incredible experiences pretty quickly. So when you're talking about um, some of this, you were were earlier saying, you know, that this information goes back over 5,000 years. Um, Which cultures are you thinking of that brought it down? It came from the Indus cultures from, um, it's been around, it's part of Asian society. Mm -hmm. India, it was taken um, to Japan and China. It became Taoism there. Um, and so you have like the tantric philosophy and then you have the, the Taoist that was an offshoot of that same philosophy. And it was actually very inclusive of a lot of ways to enjoy life. It wasn't just about sexuality that Mm kind of got usurped out. So watching your mindset, watching nutrition, watching how you relate, knowing about the patterns in life, knowing yourself, all of that is part of tantra and Taoism, and um i've included a lot of that in my book because your mindset is so crucial to how you're going to connect with other people and your sexuality yeah that makes perfect sense um are there particular things that you think it's important for people to know do's and don'ts when they're starting out exploring um do have an attitude of I'm going to bring more pleasure into my life. I'm going to derive more pleasure from my body. Don't have an attitude of this end goal. Oh my God, I have to be multi-orgasmic. What's wrong with me if I'm not? Because that's going to trip you up. Orgasms come from a headspace more than anything else. It's a mental process. So being able to get out of your head and just enjoy 
the pleasure that can be found in your body is going to allow you to be far more successful. Okay. Um, do use breath work. Breath work is really, really important. It's one of our incredible tools. You can, we probably all know the, the trick of taking really nice deep breaths when you're upset or you're frustrated and you like, okay, I better calm down couple deep breaths and it helps you ground in and it helps you get centered and it helps you relax. You can also take short, quick breaths to energize the body. And you'll feel like you it's better than caffeine. It'll help. It's a quick fix. So using the breath, because a lot of us don't get enough breath, we hold our breath, we sit uh, hunched over. So we, there are a lot of things that get in the way of our getting enough oxygen. A lot of us are oxygen starved. And once you start cultivating those tools of breath work, you can actually roll orgasms through from breath work alone. Great. That's exciting. <laughs> Plus it, it'll help amplify your orgasm mm -hmm. using vocalizing vocal tools you know get loud with it if you can it really makes a difference it'll make your orgasm much stronger and really use your breath get your breath in there slow and steady it helps you move that energy it's immensely powerful tool to help you feel that orgasm and that pleasure Anything that people should absolutely avoid? Anything that doesn't feel right to you. Um, right. Sex should always be something that you are 100%, yes, I am on board with this. And if you feel anything, especially that, that gut level response, something doesn't feel right, I don't know about this, don't do it because you'll end up feeling compromised and you should never have to feel compromised where sexuality and your body are concerned. And I'm making an assumption, but do correct me if I'm wrong. This stuff is best done clean and sober. This stuff is best done clean and sober. Um, absolutely. It can take you to other realms and you really want to be able to connect in with your partner and be present for that experience. Yep. And this I mean, is powerful work. Yeah. And I mean, well, I mean, the fact is you can get extremely high doing this. So you can get extremely high doing this. It will, it allows for altered states of consciousness. Absolutely. But I think for me, one of the most important bits is the idea of being able to be present with your partner and that actually, if there's a substance in between, it can be incredibly difficult to do to have any of this be successful because you're just right. it's like it's like having you know a wall in between you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that you have yeah, to punch and, through. You know, like a, a small glass of wine or something is okay. It going beyond that, it's really not encouraged. It really is going to take you out of your body. It's going to not allow you to really have that experience yeah that makes sense um i think people get kind of uptight when you talk about you know taking the things that that they see as most relaxing that make it easier to talk about sex and easier to confront right. sex away but i i think that 
um, unfortunately, by being altered already, mm-hmm. it often gets in the way of actually having that really deep connection, which is what's so wonderful about this type of sex is that that ability to actually connect at, even, at an even deeper level with your partner. Um, yeah, because this is a shallow practice. This isn't a, a light or shallow practice. And I always encourage know your partner if you're going to do these. There is such depth here. And because it's energy, you're having that energy exchange with someone at a very deep level. So if they haven't done their work, you haven't done your work, especially for the woman because we are the chalice, we're taking on more energy, you're going to end up with this taking on their crap. And you're going to feel it. You're going to be like, why do I not feel like me? Why do I feel depressed? Why do I feel? And you will. You'll feel not right. Again, that goes back to like really encouraging, knowing that this feels like a good connection to be doing this with and not going against those initial feelings of something's off. But know that person um, because it can lead to some kind of, why do I feel so upset? Because so, <laughs> you just took on somebody else's garbage. Yeah, so really what you're saying is this is not for a casual sexual experience or for casual play. This is really something that you, you, you enter into if you're going to do this with a partner and you're not going to explore just on your own, this is something you enter into with somebody that you've taken the time to get to know well, um, where you can, you know, anything that does come up, if an experience isn't great, that you have the, opp- the opportunity to be together and to work through it together and to know that that's something that you can do. Absolutely. Although the tools that you'll use on your own will still benefit you in something that's n- more casual you'll still be able to roll those orgasms through in a whole nother way and they're going to say whoa you really know your body and they're going to they'll notice there's no way they won't notice (laughs) but that's different from doing this with someone from going into depth and doing energy work and and trading out energy that's not something you want to do with someone you don't know so you get to you get the best of the skills to take wherever you decide to have sex it is such an incredibly powerful skill to have. It will absolutely be such a good friend to you for your whole life. Are there health benefits, do you think, of being able to absolutely, do this? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's one of the most energy work for healing is one of the oldest healing modalities out there. Because when you move that energy through and you can you notice this on your own. When you do that energy work, you can have your own energy blocks get busted through and you can hit points where you'll feel sadness. You'll feel, you'll feel because the more oxygen you get, the more you feel. That's one of the defense mechanisms. I'm not going to take in as much oxygen. I won't feel as much. So when you're moving that energy and you're getting that breath in there, You will feel things, but you'll move through that in a beautiful, beautiful way. It's one of the best ways to move through those blocks because we stuff things down. I can't deal with this right now, so we stuff it down. We don't want to do the forgiveness work. That's also in my book. All of that 
stays in your body. So once you move this energy through, you can start hitting those places and it will dissolve and just roll it through, feel it, cry, whatever you're feeling. And believe me, it will allow for this huge, that you'll feel the relief as though you've had an orgasm as well. Okay. And yeah. phys physical changes that this can encourage? Well, orgasms, you got all the hormones going on. You know, it, it is absolutely charging up the body. It helps the immune system. It helps get oxygen and blood flow to the skin so it can be um, anti-aging. You know, it, it can help with all of that. It helps um, boost all of the feel goods are in there. It is absolutely oxytocin and you know it's gonna make you feel orgasms are great orgasms for are that <laughs> so for for people who are um approaching menopause or who are in menopause where there's all sorts of hormonal change go on yeah and that if they haven't learned to do anything like this before they get to that stage in life have they missed out or is this something no, that they can pick out and up and start working with later in life and will it have extra benefits doing that absolutely it can help you create a more balanced system it helps create balance in the body mm -hmm. so it can help you deal with those hormonal changes and um women actually have greater orgasmic powers as they age because we know our bodies better mm -hmm. so we can actually have much more powerful orgasms and I know I'm a much more orgasmic and better version of myself than I was in my 20s because I know my body, I'm comfortable, I'm, I'm able to express to my partner what I need and what I want, you know, what, what I like. And um, so doing that exploration post-menopausal is a wonderful tool to help you get through that. And it will actually help with all those other symptoms of, of um, being a little less wet. And the, the genitals want to be used. It's a use it or lose it area of the body. So you actually want to have that energy moving through. It's something you want to keep fostering especially while you're going through changes like that. Okay. So essentially, you know, what you're saying is, is that, you know, sometimes women, because not just because of dryness, but also because of problems with elasticity. Right. And, and the muscles sort of loosen, it can sometimes loosen. Loose. And so you can get right. drops in the bladder and the sex becomes right. painful and they do less and less. But that actually right. is, is self-fulfilling. Because it's like not using your muscles. You'll get wasted. Right. 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 And you want to get that blood flow in there. Right. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. So, And it, you want to do those cables, which absolutely helps keep that elasticity and helps make your orgasms. That's your sex muscle, people. You want to be exercising that, both men and women. So how do you feel about these? Um, there's tons now. You know, there's about like. 20 or 30 different devices on the market to help with kegels that are electronic. I mean, there used to just be the kind of Benoit type things. Now you've got like, or eggs. Now you've got serious high tech devices with apps and stuff. 
Yeah, be careful what app you're using. There has been some commentary on apps that are gauging how often we're using them, when and where, and they're keeping data on it, which is really invasive, I yeah, believe. that's quite big. Um, I, I haven't used any of them. I know people that find them very successful. Um, um, I always encourage do what feels right to you and helps to bring you to more pleasure. Um, I love eggs. I love semi-precious stone eggs. Yeah, they're beautiful. They're beautiful. <laughs> yeah, no, they are. There are. There's um, uh, if you're in the United Kingdom, Coco de Mer does a set um, of semi-precious eggs um, that are just lovely, and they come in nice little bags, and it's it's just a really nice gift um that you can get somebody it's it's something to consider for your lover because um the the texture of the eggs is different than the plastic ones there are some lovely right. lovely things made of plastic and rubber as well but um there's something about the stone um also watch this space i know somebody who is um an absolutely amazing um jeweler and works with um all sorts of rocks and stones and crystals and mm -hmm. minerals and um, he is in the process of creating a line of sex toys, semi-precious sex toys. So nice. that'll include eggs and it'll include um, dildos and all sorts. So Fantastic. watch this space. That'll be, uh, that'll be on the website. As soon as he releases them, there will be a link. <laughs> so how do people find you if they want to work with you? Where should they go? AntoniaHall.com mm -hmm. and I often I write for a lot of magazines everything from relationships to sex and sex positions all of that so I tend to put a lot of um, those up on there as well you can follow me there and it will take you to all of my social media I'm all over the place you can find me on your favorite site <laughs> brilliant Thank and my you. book is available on audio as well, The Ultimate Guide to a Multi-Orgasmic Life. So you can have me read the book to you. Okay, so is that through um, audible.com? Yes. Fabulous. Yes. Fabulous. Yes. For those of us who um, spend more of our time listening now than reading, um, that's wonderful. <laughs> okay. Um, I want to thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. My pleasure. And thanks for joining me this week for the A to Z of Sex. Please write in with your questions to Dr. Lori Beth at a to Z of sex.com. That's A T O Z or Z if you're in America, O F S E X.com. Visit both websites, www a to Z of sex.com and www.the-intimacy-coach.com to learn about alternative sexual choices, types of sexual relationships, and to learn to sizzle and create that ideal lasting intimate relationship or relationships for a free 30 minute session with me, head over to www.a2zofsex.com and click on the button that says book now. Please join me next week when the letter will be in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the A to Z of sex. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review here on iTunes and make sure you head over to www.atozofsex.com. That's A-T-O-Z-O-F.
F-S-E-X. To subscribe to my free newsletter to help you keep your sex life sizzling. Stay tuned for upcoming weekly episodes as we work our way through the sexual alphabet to discover the wide world of sex, sexuality, desire, and intimacy. Knowledge gives you the power to create relationships that bring you satisfaction and joy. Hope to see you next week.